0: How do children's authors build strong book businesses and grow their impact? By hanging out with Lori here on The Writer's Way. Today I'm back for the second half of my conversation with author Nicole Philippone. Can I just express my extreme gratitude to Nikki for coming and sharing her amazing social media strategies with us? We ended up talking for an hour, which is why this Um, this conversation is split into two. So you'll remember that last time we left off talking about her Kickstarters and on her last Kickstarter, she was doubly funded by day two. So this conversation starts off where that one left off talking about how on day two, she changed her strategy.
1: And the reason was because on day two or so, I decided that I was going to join every single group I could find related to this book, this, the yeah. subject. Yeah. And what I did, I didn't, I didn't spam the group. I came in as myself, as my authentic self. And I introduced myself and I said, you know, hi, I'm Nicole Philippone. The mom, cause most of these groups were parent groups. So I said, I'm a mom of, you know, three children, pretty much all of them have sensory issues. I myself have sensory issues. I became very passionate about educating people on this within the past year or so. And I wrote this story that I hope will help people. And I'm wondering if any of you guys would, you know, find the story valuable. And then I included a couple of pictures from the story, from the book. And group after group, the, the post was approved, so it was admin approval. These groups were, you know, required admin yeah. approval, and they were approving the post. They weren't getting rejected, which shocked me. And in some of the groups, the post exploded, and I started. And I, but the thing is, I didn't put a link in there because I didn't want to scheme. It was a yeah. very soft pitch. Yeah, it wasn't. I, do you want to buy it? It was. It, yeah, it was. You think you find this valuable? Right, and so. In um, the seven days, I was probably private messaged by like a couple a couple thousand people. Holy, and, holy. Yeah, it was a lot. And to the point where I got shut down by Facebook because I was replying too quickly to people. People mm. were commenting on my thread and I would get like a hundred comments in like an hour. And so I would try to reply and... Did it too quickly, so Facebook blocked me from being able to do that. I was like, <laughs> you were obviously a robot. So, so that was that. That was pretty amazing. And then the next thing that I discovered was that teachers, teachers were really interested in this mm-hmm. um, subject because they are not just interested in cute stories, but they're interested in books that will enrich their classrooms. Yes. And so I started joining all the teacher not just interested in cute stories, but they're interested in books that will enrich their classrooms. Yes. And so I started joining all the teacher groups. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm an educator. I'm an adult educator who teaches um, children at church. So I didn't lie about what I do. I just presented it in a way that allowed me to get into these groups. I didn't say, you know, I teach kindergarten or anything like that. I said, I'm an educator. I work with special needs kids on the weekend through church. And I'd like to join a group for support or whatever. And so I did the same thing with teacher groups, except I presented myself as an educator. I used the word educator because, again, I, I was trying to, you know, yeah. be as honest as possible, but also come across as one of, you know, as people that, as one of their people. Anyway, so between the parenting groups and teacher groups, in seven days, I got my $9,500. Wow. and. The campaign ended and I still was getting influxed after that. And I basically lost a lot of pre-orders because I didn't have a plan. I learned from this. I ended up starting a Indiegogo campaign. I didn't do it the right way. Apparently there's a way to funnel it in. So your old amount that you collected shows on Indiegogo. So it'll say, oh, you you know... Indiegogo will say 9,500, Oh, but I didn't so do okay. it that way. So mm-hmm. I started out at zero and it mm-hmm. was not the most, you know, flattering thing for people to come to the page and see zero. So for, and I had it set up for like 90 days. And so for about 80 of those days, very little activity. I had like three people, you know, one of them was an author. Awesome. Mm-hmm person who's just like, she was like, I want to support you. I'm so sorry. I missed your campaign. How can I support you? So she was one of them. And then I got another couple. So I was like $99 when I had six days left to this Indiegogo campaign. And I was like, you know what, why don't I just do what I did with Kickstarter all over again? So I did, I pushed for six days and I was able to get another 1500 bucks that way. And then after Indiegogo ran out, I had the same problem all over again because Indiegogo shut down and then people were still con- contacting me uh, saying, how can I get your book? Uh, so I was like, okay, okay. I need to figure out what I'm going to do. And at that point I set up my author page and I set up a pre-order Facebook, on it. Facebook author page? My, I'm sorry. Your Facebook author page? No, no, I'm sorry. A website. Oh, okay. So, I didn't have a website okay so I was like I need to set something up like it's got to be now or I'm going to lose these orders so I set my website up I got the pre-order set and was able to funnel people that way and I've gotten another couple hundred bucks in pre-order since then but I haven't been pushing it it's just kind of there Cause you're exhausted, probably. I'm sorry.
0: So, cause you're tired. You're tired of pushing and pushing. But you you have maintained the group strategy. So, what does it look like now, sort of day to day, when you're not
1: doing a launch? I feel like the the group strategy is multi-faceted. There's a lot to it, and every each aspect of it has a different goal in mind. So, if I'm looking to sell books, if I'm looking, for example, to fund a Kickstarter. My groups, it's still going to be a group strategy, but it's going to be different. Like I went into these groups and I presented myself as myself as genuinely as I could. And I actually put my content out there, but it was very, a very soft pitch. Mm -hmm. But if I'm looking to build my social media audience, I'm not going to do that. It's going to be very different. And so that is more of like what Josh Becker does. And I had already started doing it, but Josh Becker came in and said some stuff. And I was like, cool, I have to try that. Like, for example, my Facebook page name used to be Nicole Philippone, author, illustrator, editor, because that's what I am. (laughs) And it had a picture of me. And so what I found was that anytime I shared something as myself from my page, so like I would share a link of something from my page, it was immediately apparent that I was sharing my own content. And so right. I was, my posts were rejected a lot um, in groups that way. And it's really important if you're sharing in groups to follow the group rules, but there's some amount of gray area and you don't know what that gray area looks like without testing it out a little. mm mm-hmm. So, you know, every admin has a different thing. Some admins consider what, you know, that spam and other admins don't. But it's all about how you share. Now, when, so Josh posted one day and he said, you know, you shouldn't have your author name be your page name because that people are not going to follow. They don't really care about you. They care about the thing that you care about. Your passion is their passion. That's why they're there. So make your page name more thematic. Like about what you're what you're about, mm-hmm. so I changed my page name to Sensory um, Stories, which is what I'm all about. Yeah, and my following shot up after that. Like I went from 2,000 to I'm I'm actually currently at over 10,000 followers. I'm at like 10,500 followers. Wow, on my page, and I did that in a two or three months. Wow, and so that 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 goal requires a totally different take approach. If I want to build my Facebook audience, what I have to do is I have to share things that resonate with my audience. A lot of the time, that's a really really profound meme. And, <laughs> and I've seen some of yours.
0: Yeah, they're so, funny, but they're so true, right? So yeah, it's like but you, oh, you don't want to so just. Sorry. Like you see it and you think, oh, that's so me
1: or so my life or so my child. Or, it, it really resonates. But you don't just want to share the meme. You want to share why the meme matters to you. Like People are following my my page because I add something to what I'm sharing that resonates with them on top of what I'm sharing. Mm-hmm. And so that's one part of it. And then when you share in groups, you have to tailor that even further further you have to you have to make it about the group now so if you if i were to just copy my link and share it in a group without adding anything that's spam people are like why are you sharing this yeah but if you share it and you explain why this matters like just the other day i shared a meme that said i'm the type of parent who believes in apologizing to my kids when i'm wrong and So my post on my page was simply, can I get, you know, raised hands on this or whoever, you know, something like that. But then in groups, I was much more of a person. I said, you know, I, I literally, my son had a meltdown and I didn't talk about what my son has. We're we're pretty, we're pretty sure he's on the spectrum, but he's not been tested yet. So we don't know. And then my daughter has SPD and my other daughter has some kind of anxiety. We don't quite know what, so everyone's got something in this house. (laughs) And so I said something like, you know, my son's meltdown triggered my meltdown, which triggered my daughter's meltdown. And at the end of the night, like, all I could do is apologize. I said something like, an apology really goes a long way, even though I still feel terrible. Yeah. That's
0: very authentic. Mm -hmm. That's not preachy. That's not exactly. uh, So the graphic would have gotten their attention and then your story made it it so much more relatable.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so it's really when you're sharing in groups, you want to be your authentic self. And, you know, I'm going to be very honest. This is definitely strategic. There is definitely a strategic element here, but it's also genuine right i'm not creating a fake story i didn't make up a story that i thought my my audience would resonate with. i told a true honest story right but Um, if you weren't looking to grow your
0: audience you probably wouldn't be i wouldn't have shared it yeah i wouldn't have shared it in the 40 groups i Mm -hmm. might have shared it in one (laughs) Um, and you share like from your personal profile you share your business page into the group right
1: yeah. Yeah, so it's it's important there's an important distinction. I don't mm-hmm. go into the group as my page cuz I've said this before share from my page and people misunderstand what I'm saying. Okay. And I don't the, I'm in the group as myself. Right. I copy the link to the post from my page and then I share it in the group so that it links to my page. There are some groups that literally will not approve posts with links. It doesn't matter if it's your page or someone else's page, they won't do it. Right. So, you know, you got to keep track of what the group rules are, but I'm in 40 some on SPD autism related groups. How do you keep track? (laughs) Back up. How do you keep track of 40 groups and what the rules are? (laughs) So I actually, I, so I, I have my social media marketing group. It's called children's book author, social media marketing. And I actually did, um, a Facebook live about this the other day. I'm going to try and remember what I said. So from my mobile phone on the so I'm on an Android phone. I don't know how it is on an iPhone. Um, on the top of the face app, there is a uh, group icon, like a little group icon. Yeah. And so when you click that, and then you click my groups and you scroll down a little bit, it'll show you all the groups you're in. Yeah. Now you can sort that alphabetically. You can sort, <laughs> yeah. That is very, very important for me. Uh, okay. If that functionality goes away or they change it, I would be totally S-O-L. <laughs> so I sort it by al- in alphabetical order. And a lot of my like groups are have similar names. Yeah. So a lot of my parenting groups obviously start with P. A lot of my SPD groups start with S. A lot of my teacher groups start with T. A lot of my children's book author groups start with C. Mm-hmm. So in my local, I'm in a, a town called Gross Point, So all of my local groups start with G. So, and then there's some sprinkling of other things throughout, but that's one of the ways I do it. And, and because I'm in so many groups, I have to be careful how quickly I share. I can't share in every group in one go or I'm going to, Facebook has shut me down. Okay. So I go, I go by grouping. So I'll do like, you know, A through D or something. And then I'll, I'll do, you know, by okay. grouping of letters to share my content and then how do I keep track of what the group rules are? Here's here's my, what, one of the tricks I put in my live. I look at the content that I shared previously, So I search for my name. So I go to the group, I search for my name and it brings up all my posts and I go, oh, I shared a link in that one. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I know I could share a link now. Clever. There are some groups that don't let me share with links. And if I see that nothing that I posted has a link, I know not to do it that is my, my shortcut. So no spreadsheets.
0: I was picturing spreadsheets.
1: No, because those become so cumbersome, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't, every time you share go to a spreadsheet and check, it's just not time effective. Mm -hmm. So this, this way I can share pretty quickly and easily without having to like look up. You know what each group? Yeah, I was worried. I was like, please don't say spreadsheets Um, because yeah, that's too. I don't do spreadsheets. (laughs) So
0: you've mentioned your social media marketing group, and you are so generous with your information and your time and your knowledge. Are you accepting people in because people listening to this might be thinking, how do
1: I get into that group? Yeah, so of course we're accepting people in. So I have a co-admin named Samantha Kalen. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but she's awesome. And we, the only thing we care about is that you're there to either—and this is Samantha's um, phrase—I love it—to either ask for a mentor or be a mentor. If you're there to spam the group with your stuff, like we're not cool with that, and we we will remove you. But the group has become extremely active and not it's not about me which I love like when I first started it I was like I have ideas I want to share I think they could yeah. be helpful yeah and I was nervous that it would just be like my stuff and then people would get bored of me <laughs> like well, yeah and it's a lot of work yeah but I was just like people will get, get tired of me you know but I but what's happening is that first of all I am not an expert on Instagram in fact I'm the opposite of an expert on Instagram I know nothing about it And there are other people in the group that know a ton. Mm. So I've already learned a whole bunch about Instagram from other people. And I've asked questions about Instagram and I've asked questions about Pinterest. There are so many platforms. And the only one that I feel I have any expertise, it's a strong word. I don't even know if I'd call it expertise, but the only one that I feel confident on is Facebook. The rest of them, Nah. So what I love is that the community of people there is is a mix of people who have expertise on different platforms, expertise on different subjects. You know, I'm not an expert in this, but I've been doing pretty well with my website and my subscribers. I got, I'm about just (laughs) under 800 subscribers. Yeah. And like that's
0: really cute. That gets so appealing
1: to look and I did that a very specific way and it's working really well for me it's getting people to it's getting people to my website because of free resources I've created and it's the resources that I've created sorry there's noise out there and the resources the resources I've created fill the need they fill the need just like my books and so people come to the, the resources don't exist anywhere else Mm-hmm. So that's why people go to my site. But it's, it's how I present the material. It's a, it's a whole bunch of stuff. The strategy can go on. I can talk yeah. for hours just on the strategy.
0: Um, well, I hope you come back and then we can. <laughs> <laughs> if people want to look at your site, it's com. But yeah. I'll put Nicole that in the notes in case you can't spell
1: Philippone. <laughs> yes, F-I-L-I-P-P-L-N-E. Yes, com, And I set it up a very specific way. I use Wix. I love Wix. It's drag and drop. It's so easy. Um, it's so easy to organize content and make it look beautiful. I'm so happy with it. But also, it allowed me to set up my page so that if a person tries to click on the graphic of my resource, they're asked to um, subscribe. And there is a, a special page on my website for subscribers only that says free printables. And so when they click into that, they get even more stuff than what's just oh. on the home page. So nice. I'm really you're giving interested. a lot of value. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I try to do that too with my, my emails. So I only sent out one so far to my subscribers and I did it in a very careful way. I said, first of all, I wanted them to know how they got on the mailing list. I wanted them to remember. I said, you know, you're here because you did this, you know, thing I said, I'm not going to bug you. I promise anytime you get an email from me, there's going to be something that I believe will add value to your lives. And and I gave them access to a free download of my um, ebook. Um, and so and I was able to get over 50%. There was a over 50% open rate, which is considered very high, based yeah. on what I researched. Yeah. And um, I forget the percentage the percentage now of actual people who clicked into my website but it was also very high right Um, because you sent
0: them back to your website for more resources clever yes yeah that's
1: great you know strategic very strategic yeah yeah. there's so much to it though it's like um and I and I'm so happy to you know, share the wealth, because why not? My success is not contingent on your not being successful. Right. Like we can all be successful. And what I'm doing with my books is unrelated to what pretty much anyone else in the group is doing with their books. And even if they, even if they were related, even if they were on the same plane, it wouldn't make a difference because, no. you know, just People because- People read someone, more than one book. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Parents are happy to read, you know, especially in a space like mine, which they don't have any books. But even if there were 10 books in the space and mine were just one of them, that's only 10 books. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And there's room for
0: Um, for everybody for
1: sure. Thank you so much for
0: coming on. I'm sorry that I took so much of your time. You are a fountain of information. And I knew that everybody's (laughs) going to really love this. Episode. So, thank you, thank you. I will share where people can find you, and if other authors want to join that group, it's children's.
1: I think it's called children's book author social media marketing. Okay. We just opened up the the topic pool to general marketing, although we're still focusing in mm-hmm. on social media. But you know, it's all together. It's all tied together. So yeah. we don't. Want it, to- it really is tied together
0: because, like you said,
1: once you go from the
0: social media, then you bring them to your website, but then you're exactly. doing the the email but then you bring them back to your your website so yeah exactly. that's really that's really nice i hope that people join in and learn from you there and i've learned a ton from you so thank you thank you oh, so much i'm so glad i'm glad and you know feel free to yeah <laughs> it's totally okay it's totally okay thank you you're welcome Thank you so much, Nikki, for real, for coming on and talking uh, with me on the podcast and sharing your knowledge with everybody listening. I'm sure that everybody has a lot of things to go and work out for their social media. Now, Nikki very generously offers her knowledge for free in a Facebook group. It's called Children's Book Author Social Media Marketing. So hop over to Facebook and join the group and say hello and tell her you found her from the podcast. And then just be prepared to soak up all the knowledge bombs that she shares all the time. Okay, catch you on the next show,
1: everybody.